Hi everyone, welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And this week we're going to be talking about a few movies and TV show news. Uh, but I wanted to explain, you know, the kind of the point of the Newsreel. The Newsreel is a pop culture show about current events in movies and in TV. So normally on our usual podcast we talk about one specific movie and it doesn't really give us an opportunity to talk about any current stuff in movies or TV. So this is where we like to talk about that kind of stuff, right, Ken? Yeah, I mean, it is pretty cool. I mean, that was one of the things that we were trying to incorporate in season one or whatever. And uh, I felt like we couldn't, you know, dive too deep for fear that we would have two hour episodes. And we definitely didn't want uh, to do that to our podcast audience. And so, uh, yeah, we just came up with the idea just so that we can have a show uh, for, you know, stuff that's going on in, in I guess, in current news you know in terms of the uh, of movies and tv and um it gives us an opportunity just to be able to shoot the shit and just uh talk about uh stuff that may be upcoming or just random tv or t- uh, movie news that just may be that just may come up even that day really that the day that we're recording yeah because we record on wednesdays uh for the newsreel and Basically, this episode is going to be releasing on a Thursday, the next day, the next morning, pretty much. And so we try to stay up to date as much as possible uh, than our usual episodes that take us, you know, about a little bit more time to edit than the newsreel. Right. And so if you are looking for a place uh, to uh, stay up on, um, I guess, news and pop culture, mainly in movie and TV news we're hoping that the newsreel will be that uh, place for you to do so. And, and you know, obviously it gives us an opportunity to kind of branch out uh, and uh, talk about different things, not just uh, one specific movie on a given week. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So one thing I, uh, I we wanted to include in the newsreel also, because it's, it's so fun in our usual episodes on the Weekly Reel podcast, is our movie ritual thing where we talk about a movie that we watched in the last seven days. So, Ken, what what'd you watch in the last seven days? Yeah, for you know, for the bonus ritual for the newsreel, uh, you know, in obviously we're uh, we're about to record our episode on Godzilla versus Kong, and obviously, definitely check out that episode whenever we do release it. Um, you know, I you know I wanted to go ahead and kind of do a rewatch of all the monster verse movies, and so. Uh, the movie that I wanted to share uh, on the newsreel for our bonus ritual is Kong Skull Island. And it was because actually I never got around to watching it when it first got released. And I ended up watching it for the very first time this past week in preparation for Godzilla vs. Kong. Hmm. Uh, did you like it better than the other two, Godzilla and Godzilla King of the Monsters? Ooh, uh, I guess in some aspects, I think it um, it it did some things fairly like fairly well. I, I felt like obviously it was more lighthearted, and uh, it was uh, very stylized, and, and it, it just had like a, a lighter tone mm-hmm. uh, uh, versus like the the previous two Godzilla movies, uh, Godzilla in 2014 and Godzilla King of the Monsters, and so. Um, I mean, it sound, uh, you know, I think I liked it better, 
probably than you because I, I remember when we were kind of previewing Godzilla versus Kong, you were just like, eh, I don't know if I was a a fan of Kong Skull Island. Uh, is did I get that right? Yeah, yeah. I would probably say it's my least favorite out of the monster verse movies right now. Mm. Okay, okay. And, and I figured that, and so um, I probably liked it a, a little bit more than you did because. I like the fact that they tried to uh, take chances on it. You know, obviously the way they, they filmed it was way different. It was, um, I mean, some there were some curious choices. I mean, it did seem like it was over-stylized at points, and the acting was kind of goofy and nonsensical at times. Uh, but for me, overall, I was entertained by the movie, and, and, and it helped that it had, like, familiar faces from the MCU uh, in that cast, and I don't know if I'm going out on a limb on this. I don't know how you actually feel about this because we've never talked about it, even offline. But I weirdly like John C. Riley's character, uh, Hank Marlowe. Uh, did you did you actually like his yeah, character? Yeah, I th- actually think he was one of the best characters in that movie. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because I, I thought, uh, what's his name? Loki, uh, Tom Hiddleston's character. I think it was honestly the worst character in, in the bunch. <laughs> he felt, at, at first when they introduced him, it was like, yeah, this guy's going to be useful. And then he just kind of is, is there. Yeah, it, he was more vanilla, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I do like Tom Hiddleston as an actor. And uh, I mean, we'll get into that a little bit later on in this episode. So there's your teaser for later on in the newsreel. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. He was just literally there. He was just like the most vanilla character, which is weird because, you know, we're kind of accustomed to seeing him uh, play Loki. Uh, who's very interesting and you don't know what he's thinking and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. I felt like he was almost miscast in a way because he was like mm-hmm. this supposedly this this solo, very um, tough guy-esque. And when I just saw him on screen standing next to everyone else, I'm like, this guy doesn't really stand out from everyone else. You, you would need someone like, like, uh, like The Rock or even like Dave Bautista to really... Uh, to stand out from the rest of the group to make it seem like, oh yeah, there's this tough guy persona. And I didn't feel like Tom Hiddleston had that. Or even like someone that's like really smart and resourceful, you know, I figured, I figured that's why they casted him in the first place (laughs) because, you know, he seems like he's more of a heady person, knows how to track, knows, you know, he'll be like the smartest person in the room or I guess in this case, the eye on the Island. Uh, but I didn't get that at all. Even like when his character was hanging out with, um, I forgot the character name, but uh, Brie Larson's character. Uh, obviously, I felt like she outshined him in every scene that they were together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, that. that's just one of the things. I was like, uh, Kong Skull Island, it's all right. Yeah. But uh, that's why I probably prefer the, the other God, Godzilla movies. Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, I I will say that it had it did have a really good soundtrack. So that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I do want to mention the movie news for this week. And today, actually, they just dropped a trailer for it on H. It's for HBO Max, a movie called "Those Who Wish Me Dead." And I saw it this morning the trailer. I told you Ken to to watch it because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like. We, we talked about this movie in passing, and we were like, I wonder if it's going to be good. And honestly, um, I kind of just wanted to know 
your almost like your reaction to the trailer and do you know anything about tyler sheridan i don't even know who tyler sheridan is (laughs) well is that the director i guess yeah 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 okay well i mean i guess in the trailer they're like oh from the uh, was it director or maker or whatever of sicario or whatever is is that the same guy yeah so so so, uh taylor taylor sheridan yeah i was about to say uh what's his name Shoot. Taylor Swift? I'm just kidding. No, what's that other actor? <laughs> ah, I forgot what his name is. Um, so the director, Taylor Sheridan, he directed, like you said, Sicario, uh, Hell or High Water, and some of my favorites, um, what's it called? Wind River with Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. Have you seen that movie yet, by the way? I actually haven't. I would recommend it. I think if you liked the 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 style and stuff of Sicario and that type of pacing, that suspense, uh, I think you'd like uh, Wind River. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? I might definitely check that out. I'll see if it's streaming anywhere that's accessible. So, what do you think of the the trailer though? For those who wish me dead with Angelina Jolie, it's it sounds like an interesting premise because uh, it seems like. Angelina Jolie uh, is, I guess, a veteran like firefighter, right? It's as it seems like, and then she just happens to stumble upon a kid who's running away from, uh, I guess, these like they look like assassins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of them is actually played by Littlefinger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't recognize the other one, and so, and but then it, it, you know, like the settings like mainly in the woods, and you do see some giant fires. So I feel like they're just kind of combining some, um, I guess two different genres a little bit. And so it seems like an interesting like chase type movie, but set in the woods. So it's like, uh, the hunt the hunter trying to hunt, um, you know, this person who's a witness, uh, it's like this, this pretty young kid and everything. And so I'm pretty interested. I'll probably do what I can to check it out. Um, I don't think it's going to wait is this is going to be one of those releases on HBO Max, right? Yeah, it is on May 14th, but I don't know if we're going to be able to talk about it on our on our main list of episodes. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, with the way obviously the pandemic has kind of affected uh, movie release schedules. I mean, I wouldn't put it past it where we ended up having to substitute um this movie, Those Who Wish Me Dead, uh, for another movie that we had earmarked for around that time. So uh, I wouldn't put it past us to just sub that in just last minute. So we'll see. I don't I don't want to say never. Yeah, yeah. Because in my opinion, the trailer was a bit disappointing, honestly. Mm-hmm. When I first saw it, I didn't know who the director was and all that stuff. I just saw, you know, it was Angelina Jolie, and then we talked about it a little bit before. And I was watching the trailer. And I'm like, man, this is—it's giving a little bit too much away, more than I would have liked. Uh, it is. And I just thought, oh my god, this is like any other trailer. You know, they put some some music over it, and like like it just the way it flowed. I was like, uh, I don't know. This seems kind of cheap trailer, considering the talent they have in it. But then when they saw when they put the the director taylor sheridan on it i'm like oh this might might save the movie honestly for me uh so yeah the trailer did not impress me at all but just the fact it has the cast and the director 
I think it still has a good chance of being a good success. But also, I hope it's not another The Little Things, you know, where it has <laughs> such a good cast. And then it's just the generic storyline again. Right. The pieces were there, mm-hmm. uh, but it didn't deliver. It was just like just a mad type of movie. I remember we were talking about this in our, uh, I guess, during our hi- hiatus when when The Little Things did come out directly to HBO Max. We were like, oh, did you go see it? And uh, I think we had, I don't, I don't want to say high expectations, but we did, you know, expect some things when you, when you talk about a cast like that, when you have uh, people uh, like star power, like Denzel Washington, you got Jared Leto, uh, whose character I thought was actually pretty good. Um, and then obviously Rami Malek. So, uh, I mean, it's got a good cast, just like you said, I'm hoping that maybe they were kind of like, subdue a lot of the expectations because it did seem like a generic um generic trailer but maybe the writing's really good mm-hmm. who that, knows and then I the action might for. be really good yeah yeah because if you're with if you watch any of the other movies like sicario or uh wind river i definitely che- recommend checking those out i actually thought sicario had a like a really good trailer when it came out i want to say was that 2014 or something like that uh, there was just that that eerie feeling that I think uh, T- Taylor Sheridan has uh, to all his movies. So I hope he kind of re- retains that same tone for this movie. All right. So uh, what's the little TV news that you have for me, Ken? Because I know you told me it's about Loki, but I have no yes. idea what you're going to ask me about it. Yes. Well, I mean, as you know, there, you know, uh, Disney dropped a actually Disney and Marvel dropped a brand new Loki trailer a couple days ago. And uh, I'm guessing you did watch the trailer. And so I wanted to ask you this. I mean, we were kind of talking about some of the other Disney plus shows uh, that have finished and, and are currently going on right now. We're talking about WandaVision and the Falcon and the winter soldier. And if I remember correctly for both of us out of the three, we were kind of anticipating Loki like the least out of the three, you know, for diff- uh, differing uh, reasons. And so my question to you is, did the new Loki trailer get you more hyped about this Disney Plus original or was the trailer just meh and your hype level, re- you know, just re- kind of remains unchanged? Honestly, the last trailer, because this is the second trailer for the series, right? Correct. And yes. the first trailer, I was like, "Yeah, it was good. I'm, I'm. This is some weird stuff going on." And then, uh, you know, we were still watching WandaVision. Now we're watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, and now the second trailer comes out, and it's a good trailer, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Man, this is good. Like, this is this is getting me hyped. I think for for this show." Uh, like I said, it was like, or like you said, it was my, my third pick out of all of them, but I wouldn't be surprised, um, if it, if it like basically makes a run for its money, like in terms of, uh, you know, making it, you know, closer to the top of the list by the end of, uh, all of its runs. Cause it's just a crazy concept but I like it at the same time. I also feel like it's going to touch on some things that were a little loose in Endgame. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, and everyone mm-hmm. was like, oh, 
all this time stuff is doesn't make sense and there's too many plot holes and yeah yeah it, there definitely is but i hope that this show at least ties up some some of them and yeah it seems like loki's gonna have a good adventure Right, I I feel like they're gonna at least kind of explain it a little bit because I mean the uh, end game was so long already and and really did you want another maybe twenty thirty minutes for them to kind of explain this whole uh, time heist that they were doing? Yeah, and the the thing is though, it it also has Owen Wilson in it too. I feel oh. like you know he's gonna be good in it. I liked him in the first trailer, liked him in this trailer. Uh, so I'm, I I actually got hyped from this trailer. Yeah, man. I, I completely agree. I'm glad you mentioned Owen Wilson because uh, in this trailer, uh, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, go see that second trailer. It's obviously, you know, on, everywhere. It's on YouTube or whatever, on social media. Dude, their banter between the two of them seems like just good times. You know, it's it's I honestly haven't seen Owen Wilson in anything significant in a while. And it kind of brought back, you know, some of like the movies that I, I liked from him, you know, like uh, with Jackie Chan, uh, with Shanghai Nights. Mm-hmm. I liked, uh, you know, obviously the stuff with uh, Vince Vaughn, you know, with The Wedding Singer. I mean, not Wedding Singer, Wedding Crashers, I should say. And uh, just the the banter between the the two of them uh, with Loki and uh, wait, what's uh, Owen Wilson's character supposed to play? Um, it was a morbius morbius m morbius morbius yeah something like that yeah morbius m morbius something like that m or b it's a letter in between his name yeah something like that so um i i just like how it seems like it's going to be like a buddy cop situation and you know that he his character already knows what loki is all about and how he can kind of manipulate things he is the god of mischief and so he's already expecting it and uh i mean it looks like we're gonna get different loki's from different timelines but we'll see yeah because the fact that this one comes from like the 2012 loki because we saw him teleport from from the end of endgame or whatever and uh just the fact that that because that 2012 loki i feel like is the most outrageous loki like we know him like he's just over the top and uh still up to no good probably at his peak of no up to no good (laughs) and so yeah that's i think that's gonna make it even more interesting right and just to add to what you just said he it's he's at his most power hungry at the moment because remember he's He's just coming off of a quote-unquote defeat. You know, that's when he ends up stumbling upon the Tesseract. And, uh, you know, he's he's still got kind of humbled a little bit. But, you know, like, you know, his ego's not going to, like, allow him to do that. Especially if since he kind of got, like, a little bit of a reprieve in, in that little escape patch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I always found that kind of weird in Endgame where he just teleports and then... Like, it's not mentioned in the movie ever again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, they... Well, actually, they did kind of mention a little bit. Remember when um, Captain America stumbles upon himself and, like, the 2012 Captain America is like, hey, I found the scepter. Loki has it. Because he thinks that, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, future 2023 Cap is Loki. And so I think that's literally the only way they kind of touched on it. Mm, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. 
But yeah, that I completely agree with you. Uh, it it got me hyped. Uh, I like the whole incorporating, obviously, of like a watch and with the beats and everything with the time. Uh, what was it? The time something variants. Time, I forgot. It's time. It's is it the TVA time variants? The TVA time variants. There you go. Time variants. Um, it's the uh, time variants authority. Authority. Yeah, the TVA, and uh, it, dude, it looks pretty crazy. And and you know what? I'm kind of wondering if it like if they're going to connect this with you know a future Marvel. Uh, like project whether it's another tv show or if it's gonna you know set up some sort of storyline for a movie um do you think it'll set something up um i think it really depends on like the the popularity of the show i don't like i don't see wandavision getting a season two i think i i would i i could see falcon and winter soldier getting another one but Loki, I feel like, is also another one-off in terms of TV shows. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I, I was actually talking about if you think it'll set up, like, um, like storylines in, you know, already announced upcoming, like, films or whatever, whether it's... Um, like, Multiverse of Madness. I feel like it Multi- might yeah. tie into maybe even Eternals. The Eternals. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking if, if it does kind of touch on something, like, maybe a little bit of Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness... But I feel like it might actually get into the Eternals a little bit more. Yeah, because there's some a little bit of wacky stuff. Like there's these uh, other entities that we never even heard about yet in terms of expanding the universe. Right. And so I think they'll use this because obviously you're going to get different branch timelines. They're going to, you know, basically blow the whole thing wide open with the multiverse and... and, uh, basically i think they're gonna be able to introduce something um and so uh that being said i actually have like a bonus question do you think we're gonna get any cameos you know i wouldn't be surprised if we got like i don't think thor would be in there but i wouldn't be surprised if we got like a chris evans captain america considering Mm. he was the one who brought back all the stones at the end of endgame Mm, interesting. Oh, or uh, or Natasha, because she's like part of the Soul Stone, and I don't know. I in the trailers, there's this shot of of Loki and another person. I don't. It was it looked like a female, and I didn't know if it was Natasha or not that he was sitting next to. I'm like, oh, what's happening? I did see that. I watched a a, a breakdown before this. And let's just say it's not. I don't want to spoil it, okay. especially for those that thing. I don't. Uh, it looks like it isn't. Mm, I see. Because because I think that may be a, a key plot point within Loki, if the speculation is correct. And definitely don't want to ruin that, especially since it's uh, it's going to debut pretty soon in in a couple months. Yeah, I would like to see uh, Idris Elba come back, but he's not going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like uh, for me, if if I had to guess, if there was a if there would be a cameo, it'd be someone like a Lady Sif. Mm, yeah, you know, someone that's known within uh, like the universe, um, someone that's still alive, and you know, we might get the Warriors three because they technically haven't died yet. <laughs> True. <laughs> so Which I think one, we though? might get those. 
Yeah, any one of those. Uh, what was it? Uh, Robin Hood, uh, Jackie Chan. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be Zachary Levi? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, man, I'm pretty excited for Loki. That trailer was really good. Uh, is there actually anything else you would like to preview that's coming up for us? Yeah, actually, just wanted to uh, preview our main show. Uh, this coming Monday, April 12th, we're actually going to be talking about Godzilla versus Kong. I mean, we're the next installment of the MonsterVerse. Uh, I know that uh, both me and Jeremy were pretty hyped to talk about it. Actually, this is our first new movie of of season two um even though Zack snyder's justice league uh is technically like a new cut it ended up being like it seemed like a brand new movie but this is our first official new movie and so anytime we get to talk about a new release it's it's pretty exciting since uh season one was very devoid (laughs) of new releases and so definitely looking forward to that uh so you know obviously in preparation for uh the the episode that's coming out on Monday, April 12th. Definitely go see it in theaters if you can. Uh, but if you can't, uh, if you want to play it safe, it's available on HBO Max. Yeah. So I would definitely, yeah, like Ken said, watch it in theaters if you can. Or if um, you're okay with that and all that stuff. Because it is a spectacle movie for sure. Uh, But other than that, if you want to send us uh, any more movie news or TV news, uh, feel free to tweet us at weeklyreal.com, at weeklyreal.com, at weeklyreal on twitter.com and or on Instagram at weeklyreal. So, yeah, reach us out on there and, uh, you know, keep up to date with all the news. With that being said, we'll see you guys next time on The Real Podcast.